Well, you made it eventually. Yes. <laughs> Have we decided that 8 o'clock is the new t- start time then? Uh, I managed to kick the children into bed without any uh, argument or no. other protestation. So I thought, well, I've got nothing else to do now. I might as well go upstairs and open a beer. Like I'm so, normally, I'm normally free by eight, unless we're running late with dinner, in which case I'm still putting Charlotte's bed. But like most time, most days, I'm I'm free by eight o'clock. The children cool. are becoming I, I, less late, but um, sort of dickish. Not in general, but specifically at going to bed. We want you to enjoy this, but you won't. Well, it's lovely to see you, Dan. My, your yeah. beard is looking very full and magnificent. Yeah, I need to get that sorted out, really. No, it's it's terrific. Grow it out. Yeah, I just well, actually, you, haven't, you haven't really got time to go for like the full the full like aging muscular right. beard before you get to the weekend. Well, see. I'm glad you said aging metaler because um, what my brain was worried about was Ralph Harris, Jack Dorsey, um, the Twitter news. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely more Ralph Harris. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting more pedo than Nazi, which is either a good thing <laughs> well, or a bad thing. Or, you know, it's your lady's choice. Egg. Yeah. Speaking of Philip Schofield, yes, both so people and Nazi, as it turns out. Um, so, uh, all I've seen is like oblique references in the chat and in Twitter and shit about, like, no, no one's actually come out and said, "Well, he's a pedo in it." Um, well, he's a pedo in it. Okay, so that is what's happening. Um, Graham is saying, "Yes." <laughs> My understanding is it's. Somewhat more nuanced than that, but also <laughs> I would like the cork to noise. Um, so the only thing that we know for sure is that his brother is a convicted hero. Yes, well, I knew that, and I like <coughs> it. Seems a bit harsh to like fire him for his brother brother being a shit. Well, they haven't fired him for his brother being a shit. They've him because he is also and you know it, it just that was a family hobby I suppose well, he, and, he, he and Holly had a big calling out um, over his brother being a pedo him not bothering to mention it to her um, in advance him also saying if I ever knew I would definitely tell the popo um, and then it turned sort of revealed that he did know but didn't tell the popo uh, just and then, then he just like took some surprise personal time off uh, Good Morning and didn't tell anyone what was going on. Look, and then just it turned out his with his brother sentencing. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the general suspicion is that um, they looked at it and went, well, Holly's like 20 years younger than him. We've got a lot more we can milk her for. Let's oh, I thought ditch you him. Were like, let's protect her. Oh, no. <laughs> It's not that much younger. Um, well, that's what I thought. Kind of like, we'll, um, we'll 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 get we'll get Philip to jump before he's pushed. Yeah, and, so uh, I think it's you know it's very much um, sort of brand uh, protection at this point, or damage limitation at least. Well, I mean, I won't say I was ever like a fan of the man, but I was broadly ambivalent towards him. He seems like a nice fellow. Do the job for him. Now there's there's more stuff around um, 
lots of other former presenters that he worked with are coming out saying he's a terrible person and he is, you know, this sort I'm of, still waiting for the uh, the Gordon the Gopher expose. Yeah, I mean, he had his hand right up him. That can't have been good. And I mean, like, to be fair, like once once Schofield was gone, like Gordon the Gopher basically retired into obscurity. Um, I think Ed the Duck took over after that. And well, I think I think um, Schofield ended his career effectively, didn't he? He said, "You'll well, never yeah. work in this town again," um, because he threatened to go to the tabloids. But uh, yeah, so there's other allegations of sort of workplace bullying, which is sort of half of the course with sort of media types, isn't it? Yes. I generally, I'd be amazed if they weren't bullying their staff and other people around them. Yeah. Um, I feel, especially like when it's like high profile like that. And from what I understand, like I heard an interview with um, Adrian Childs and he was talking about like when he did the breakfast show, one of the breakfast shows um, that he was doing. And he said like, they're just unbelievably fucking horrible to do because you're getting up at like four o'clock every morning you know, dragging your ass in, like trying to read through all the papers and get up to speed with everything that's going on. And you do this presentation, the show goes on for like four hours. Um, and then like you spend most of the time dealing with all the tabloids going on about how shit you are. Um, and turns out it's like really stressful and like one of the worst kind of gigs to do. Well, I've watched the morning show on, uh, Apple TV and and everyone seems to be having just loveliest time in that. So I think that that can't be true. Well, it's America though, isn't it? It's very different. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, because like, Fern Britain left and said basically Scofield's a cock socket. I don't want to go near the man again. Um, and well, again, isn't people so- did as well, and uh, so now it's sort of. It looks like there's other stuff coming out. But anyway, there's this um, – there is not – hang on. We're not even allowed to say there is one. Um, well, there's rumours of a super injunction, isn't there? I believe we're allowed to say there are rumours of a super injunction, which uh, is around the relationship he had with a young man of legal age at the time their relationship started. I think we're sticking to the facts there. Yes. Uh, whether or not he knew that man before he reached legal age is completely immaterial and there's no evidence except for photographs um, and knowledge that people had and such like. Uh, Anyway, the allegation is that that man was going to go to the tabloids and say, look what this naughty man Philip Schofield did to me. So then he dramatically came out as gay. Yes, I remember that. I thought that was a, a, a completed scandal, if you will. Well, that was not the scandal in itself. I think that was the uh, not dead cat because that's a little unfair. Uh, no, that was that was getting out ahead of the story. Yeah. To extent. Well, I think it was. It was also. I'll give you this if you don't uh, talk about this other thing. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, yeah. I may or may not be getting a super injunction, which may or may not exist, but doesn't exist. No, then also, it doesn't, I guess. No, you just have to not... But, but as, we've established previously, as we've established previously, speculation is fine. It's only mm-hmm. if you know yeah, and, and you reveal and, that that you're in trouble. But we, we 
are complete fucking idiots with no idea what's going on. So we can speculate yeah. about the existence or non-existence of a super injunction because we legitimately have no clue one way yeah, or the other. other. So we, we should caveat all this by saying this is just what I've seen on TikTok videos. Yes. So may or may not be in any way based in reality. But those are the allegations that are going around. And now the fallout is sort of going to happen in uh, in a spectacular way, as I understand. But then there's also this like the implication that there's somebody else completely unrelated who like is also, I don't know, like I don't know whether it specifically is also a pedo or just for some reason needs to be brought to justice. I'm not clear. Yeah, some, something awful is going to, but or was that around super injunctions specifically? I don't know. That's, that's what I don't understand. Cause they sort of fairly heavily hinted at who it was. In a, yes. Yes. Which, um, that. yeah. I mean, even Dan was able to c- crack the code of that. They can't namey wame him. So, yes. But also that person, I mean, that is in no way surprising to me. And I thought that was just kind of known and accepted that he was a complete pest. Sex pest. But, yeah. Well, but then that, that may be, may, and also, you know. Yeah, but then that's what I mean. Then the assumption is, well, that surely everyone knows that. So there must be yeah, something so more than that. What What is worse? And then, so if it came out that, for example, it was mm, not yet of legal age, people that also wouldn't in any way surprise me yeah i don't think it would surprise me yeah so then i mean is what is going to come out even more horrific i mean my general impression with these things is they turn out to generally be a bit overwrought yeah they can be yeah yeah although sometimes they are just genuinely horrendous and like you just you, you underestimate how bad they are because you're like oh it'll just be yet another one of these and then you get a Savile yeah or an Epstein or yeah yeah I mean there's no suggestion that either of these people are on that scale but neither is there any um, suggestion that they're not on that scale so I think balance is important us. here yes <laughs> so to us, what we what we assume about them, just bearing in mind we don't know that they're fine. So, yes, but it's. I mean, why hasn't anyone used parliamentary privilege? They've established that that's literally what this was invented for. for this um, kind of scenario, maybe they don't know. They must know. They know everything. I don't. I don't generally think that's ever mattered to parliamentarians. No, but like you can't, like I don't. Can't, you've got to be careful, right? Because parliamentary privilege does not extend to lying to the house. So if you just make up some bullshit about well, a random yeah. celebrity doing a crime, then that gets you into trouble. So if they said, "I heard this person is a nonce," and I heard there's a super injunction, that's absolutely fine. They're they're allowed to do that. No, no, that's that's potentially problematic because they're just making a. Uh, like they're they're making a wild statement they can't back up. If they say, yeah, well, of course they can. They're saying I heard it. They, they say I know that there is a super injunction out about this concerning these people. They're protected by parliamentary privilege. But if yeah. they're too vague about it and just kind of go like, I saw this video on TikTok that says 
there's a super injunction because this guy's a pedo, then well, they could get into trouble with the Parliamentary Standards Committee because they're basically just repeating TikTok rumours in Parliament, which I'm pretty sure is not covered by parliamentary privilege. Right, but it's showing that they're in touch with their constituents. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, I think we've proved, if the last 10 years have proved anything, it's that parliamentary standards are essentially meaningless. Yeah, but if it's not a Tory MP that says it, then you know they're going to be done. That's true, yes. I mean, I think the, the TikTok community guidelines are the way more rigidly enforced than uh, than parliamentary standards. Yes, which is saying something. And probably quite a lot more robust. So anyway, is that enough? Uh, well, I don't think it's libel. I mean, he has been... Well, he hasn't even officially been sacked by this morning, has he? He's, He's not been sacked. He has, he has left his step down uh, by mutual consent. Yes. Yeah. So definitely sacked. He he jumped before he was pushed. Yes, possibly. And you can't prove otherwise because he went, and so he... May or may not be pushed. There's no way we'll ever know. Well, there's no way we'll never know now because there's not a control Philip Schofield who didn't leave the weekend observed to see what happens. If there was a control Philip Schofield, who would that be? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I guess, like, the Peters? He could be the control Schofield, yeah. I suppose. Because he, yeah. um, he was been openly gay I think for the majority of his career as I understand it. I believe so. I think it was gay. Yeah. You think you ran are you thinking of Andy Crane? No Andy Peters. Oh okay. I'm thinking of thinking of men in the room cupboard. As I do frequently. (laughs) That is a good website. Uh Sure, Andy Peters is gay because I think he used to dress up as a lady and call himself Mandy Peters. That sounds like something that you've just made up. No, that sounds like it's something that came out of Popovich. Uh, oh, okay. Well, according to geniuscelebs.com, uh, he is not gay or bisexual. Okay. Um, that still leaves a lot of scope. Uh, well, yeah, I mean. It's, that's quite reductive, isn't it? Uh, he, nor is he married to Emma Forbes. Who is Emma Forbes? Uh, former presenter, TV, children's TV presenter. Tell you what, he's ripped as fuck. He did quite well on Celebrity MasterChef once as well, which makes being ripped doubly impressive. Uh, the, the ratio's gone all uh, gone all wappy, but oh, you, I see that means you've posted something, not just a random statement. Uh, oh God, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, but um, it'll, you know, it'll yeah. still do the trick. Just sort of squint a bit, and uh, you'll be fine. Uh, there's no useful information about Andy Crane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, well, maybe Andy Peters isn't gay, but I'm sure I read about it in Pop Bitch. Yeah, fair. I hope I haven't outed him. Well, if it was in Pop Bitch, then I think they got there before you, but... Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Um, amazing. Oh, okay. So here's a random statement. Amazing how many BBC mainly Saturday morning children's presenters like John Barrowman, Andy Peters, Philip Schofield, Toby Ansis, etc., have now all come out. Um, blah, 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 blah. Andy Peters and Toby Ansis haven't come out. Toby Ansis is a name I haven't heard in a very long time. Um, have it come out right away about that? Yeah, so it seems like you're not the only one who thinks Andy Peters is coming. It's gay. Probably the pop bitch article that Graham read. Well, anyway, even if he was, I wouldn't mind. It would still be fine, and he's welcome to have whatever sexual proclivity he either wants or just has through nature um you know he's happy i'm happy with him just living his life schofield on the other hand can do one apparently he was on Andy peters presented this morning well there you go did not know that did the curse of this morning Mm. And he's worth worth uh, millions of pounds. How many? Good for him. Uh, 3.4. Well, isn't it? Yeah. I think we could probably feasibly get Andy Peters on the podcast, unless he listens to this episode, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Do we have, like, also, a relations um, team? Now that he's fallen from grace, we could get Pat Sharp. And that could would we? sort of harp back to um, yeah. Funhouse chat that we had early on. I feel like Pat Sharp is in the kind of place in his life where if we asked him we would have to um, pay him like 200, 300 quid or something because mm, I don't know, he got sacked for saying that he wouldn't come on a girl's tits. What? What do you think I just said? I'm not aware of the circumstances yeah. around his his fall from grace. He got. Adam, um, I'm not aware of the circumstances about what I did on Friday. Sharp got cancelled. Yeah. He said, "To be fair, he didn't say he wouldn't come on the girls' tits. He said he wouldn't get on get on them." He, he presented her with a t-shirt with his face on. No, I think she was already wearing it. Or was it? Yeah, okay. I think she had turned up made, one, which, and then made yeah. some comment that it was the only way that he was going to get on her tits. I wouldn't like to use the phrase "dress like that." She was asking for it, but you know. So yeah, so he didn't. He specifically said he wasn't going to get on her tits. Yeah. So, but then she said it was a horrible thing for him to have said. Which is fair. Is yes, fair. Uh, so then he left his, uh, he stepped down from his job on, I don't know, magic or heart or one, which apparently he was going to do anyway. Yeah. So very robustly punished, but I think we could probably get sharp. Who else do you think we could get? Anstis. We he could was on, get. he was on greatest hits. Okay. I reckon we could get Lembidopic. I think he would do literally anything for publicity. He, uh, yeah, Does he I, still exists? I don't want Lembidopic. <laughs> Well, like, I assume you must do. Like, there must be some protest party somewhere that wants a washed-up former MP celebrity. I imagine you probably 
does after dinner speaking. Mm, they all do. Yeah. I might see yeah. if I can take it up. Apparently, it pays very well. Mm. Mm. I think it probably um, just tells people I'd like to plow a cheeky girl. Was he dating mm. both the cheeky girls or just one? I think they come as a package. I think it's, it's you can't just have one. It has to be both and the mother. Oh, God. That's, that's how I understand it. But, uh, yeah, so we, we get, I'd prefer to keep it to sort of children's TV presenters. Andy Crane we could definitely get. Yeah. I think Toby Anstis. I, yeah, Anstis definitely, but, I mean, what would be the point? Oh, what about, um, like... Uh, we could we could we could pivot pivot to um, like uh, going live and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's what. Obviously, not Schofield. I think I think we need no. to a little bit of distance before we we go down that route. Um, Sarah Green seems unlikely. I don't know what she's doing, but I think she's too good for this. No, that's fair. Um, who else was there that did? Um, Trevor Simon. Now, yes, probably, and also I think they're still going and doing quite. Oh, I thought you were going to say you thought they come out as well. Uh, no, I don't. Well, one did, but the other one didn't, so that cancels them out. Okay. Um, Trevor Simon. Who else? I can't remember. Violet Berlin. I don't think we could get. Not because she. Oh. I don't think she's like. Massively successful, but I think she's probably just doing. Oh, do you know who she's married to? Who? She's married to Gaz Top from How To. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Isn't that lovely? Yeah, sure. a lovely thing to one. learn. Um, I reckon we could get. Now, do we want to include puppets on this? Because we well, we couldn't get Gordon Gopher. We could probably get Ed the Duck. We could definitely get Nobby the Sheep, but I'm not. I'm not interested. Could we get any of Wallace Gromit or the Penguin? Um. Well, frankly, I just want the Penguin. I don't give a shit about Wallace and Gromit. Do you mean the actual plasticine model, or do you mean like the? Well, yeah, the, the Penguin didn't have a voice, so. I think we could probably, in that case, just... He didn't, did he? Uh, we could just lie and say we did get the penguin. That's true. How would anyone know? And just, like, do that classic thing where you respond to, like, imaginary questions that they're asking. That is a fascinating question, penguin. How did you manage to do it? And so forth. I'd very much like to hear you improvise this. <laughs> um... Oh, Dan, who's that you've got there? Oh, it's the penguin from Wallace and Gromit. It is the penguin from Wallace and Gromit. He's come all the way from Pinewood to uh, talk to us today. From Pinewood? Uh, penguin? You want to murder Adam? Pinewood Studios, Pinewood Studios where they filmed yes. James Bond. Yes. Where where he lives. And lots of other things, too. Including probably right, yeah, Wallace fair enough. Yeah, no, no reason to disbelieve that. Yeah. Where else would you film Wallace and Gromit? Um, so, oh, Penguin, what, what have you been doing recently, then? You've been plotting your revenge on Wallace and Gromit. That's fascinating. Is, um, are, you, are you not over that yet? Have you not been to therapy? What does he say? Well, he says no. Um, the prison psychiatrist uh, tried to make him go to therapy, but um, right. 
but it didn't take because uh, he's um, he just didn't speak his language. Well, he's now out again and living in Pinewood Studios. Yes. Well, he's filming in Pinewood Studios. He's an extra. You might see him pop up in um, an upcoming summer blockbuster. It's uh, delightful. Yes, I'll be looking forward to that. Uh, Oh, is Sooty there as well? (laughs) Doesn't Sooty make noises? No, No, Sooty didn't. Um, Famously silent. Yeah, Sweep made noises and Sue fucking bitched at them and spoiled all their fun. Bitch. Yeah, that's very mm, accurate, yes. Yeah. Uh, Little Cousin Scampy came along and just fucking ruined everything by being a dickhead. Yeah. Um, That's how it usually works. I mean, that's, that's sort of all the opinions I have on Sooty and Sweep. Um, isn't it weird that Sooty has outlived two owners? Yes, well, it is. Uh, I'm going with owners. Okay. Um, it's, not that, it's not that surprising, really. Well, it's not that I mean, surprising. Even but outlived one Jim Henson, like Jim Henson the second, or whoever the next... Henson in line is is still alive. Yeah, true. Maybe, like, I mean, maybe just you know, operating sooty just you know, short, dramatically shortens your lifespan. Curse mm. of sooty. Yeah. When is sooty out of copyright? Oh, good question. When, when the sooty out of the? Uh, well, they made a, a we need a poo horror film for absolutely no so, reason. So sooty. Looks like Sooty started in 1955. So. What's copyright? Uh, 25 years? Well, no, it's Life of the Creator plus oh, fuck 75 years. When so, did Corbett die? Uh, so Harry Corbett died in 1989. Oh, God. So mm. you're looking, realistically, you're looking at like another 40 years before there's any chance of Sooty entering the public domain. What Disney for you. Yeah. Um, we could probably get Mr. Blobby. That's true. We couldn't get Edmunds. Well, I don't think a Mr. Blobby suit would be... I wouldn't be happy with just the suit. I'd want Do the original... really not want who, Mr. Blobby's eviscerated corpse on the... Um, on the show. Like, it would be extremely macabre, but it would be quite fun. Yeah, but it doesn't really work in audio medium. Well, no, yeah, one uh, of and again, right we could just say we've got media. Mr. Blobby's corpse. I mean, we do have a website. We can put photos on. Yeah. I mean, if we could... Yeah, uh, you, can, you can do anything with, like, you know, um, what's it called? The thing with the Dali. We could do um, a blobby autopsy, a blotopsy. <laughs> yeah, I quite enjoy that. Because, I mean, what's inside? It can't just be like empty space around human inside, surely. But it can't also just be solid foam to the outside because they'd boil. Yeah. And do you think, is, like, is, the, is the operator water cooled? They just pissed themselves. I don't think so. I assume that, like at that 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 time of of in television and with that budget, they were not given any mod cons. Probably just a, a very hot man in a very hot suit. 
Yeah. Well, did the um, auction ever come to fruition, or I don't know what what you call it, like a proper resolution? Did, it, did somebody buy the blobby as well? I think so, yeah. Because somebody tried to and then uh, couldn't because it was a joke bid. So it because it was going for like eighty two grand or something, and then they ended up having to, I think, cancel the bid because it was just a, an idiot who wasn't taking Blobby seriously. What a twat! Yeah. So then I don't know what happened. Did they go to the second chance offer or? I'd really like I don't to know. know. It varies. Like sometimes it just goes. You, you, they just re, like basically nobody wins the the bid or sometimes they do go to like second or third offer if there's someone serious i'd really like to know what happened and did somebody did somebody get themselves a bit of blobby and if so i'd love to get in the mind of that person because you're not allowed to use it for commercial gain so you couldn't like go to its its parties as you, you don't earn the rights you just paid several tens of thousands of pounds to own a bit of. Well, it would ha- it would have to be either like a really obsessive collector of like Noel's house party memorabilia, or a very specific fetish. I mean, that's um, the only logical explanation, isn't it? Somebody who wants to introduce some blobby play into the bedroom. So apparently, the um, yeah, the bid didn't go ahead. And they've decided to hold on to the costume a bit longer. So, well, that's that is insane. Yes, I think then it was a publicity stunt, and I'm pointing the finger firmly at Edmonds. It's an old blobby costume from like uh, a series before, like the current one. So. I don't think it's anyone, and the guy stopped working on it, so I don't think it's anyone like actively associated with Edmonds. I presume also he'd prefer to stop drawing attention to the whole existence of Noel's house party, Noel's house party-related deaths, and other things like that. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, it was probably, well, I was going to say the pinnacle of his career but it was sort of the pinnacle of his first career. But he's on his third now, isn't he, surely? Because he, he had that. Then he fell from grace and sunk back into obscurity for a bit. Then he invented opening boxes and yeah. made a billion pounds. Yeah. Um, did he, he wants to be a millionaire as well? No, no. Edmondson. No. That was Chris Tarrant. Oh, yeah. No, he did um, Deal or No Deal, and then was apparently the subject of a documentary on uh, Channel 5. Or a YouTube documentary. Yes, um, about the highs and lows of his career. He's a bit mad, isn't he? Well, last I heard about Edmonds was, and this is going back six or seven years, I think, um, he said that he had a special box to his... In his defence, I don't think he ever called it magic, but he said he had a special box that, using electromagnetic signals, could cure all diseases, yeah. including cancer. I remember. And he got in quite a lot of trouble. Yes. Uh, because you're not allowed to say that you. Oh, no, it's explicitly a crime with, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, with 
just absolute nonsense, charlatan bullshit. You're not allowed to do that. Mm. So I think he got uh, his bottom slapped a little bit for that. Apparently um, he moved to New Zealand um, after he felt a incredible spiritual pull. Right. Um, and so he uh, fucked off to New Zealand in uh, 2020. Sorry, no, he, yeah, he currently lives, got residency permission in 2020. Okay. Um, he has, uh, he stopped paying his TV license. Well, if he lives um, in New Zealand, that okay. seems fair enough. He boycotted the TV license starting in 2008. Ah, right. So, okay. So you... Not while he was, he was <laughs> doing that. <laughs> if, was, was, if I was emigrating, I'd probably stop in UK TV. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, before he, um... And then, obviously, the whole, like, cosmic ordering thing. Um, so, there was the EMP pad. Yes. That was, um, so, this is his, again, as I say, not magic box. A simple box that slows aging, reduces pain, lifts depression and stress, and tackles cancer. Yes. Ah, okay. So, interestingly, he didn't say it cures it. He just said it just it tackles it. it, yes. Which sounds to me like it's worded carefully enough that that was intended as a kind of legal grey area. And then he said, uh, scientific fact, disease is caused by negative energy. It's possible your ill health is caused by your negative attitude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he said that to somebody who had uh, cancer. And so, yes. Mm. yes. Um, yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, then he said he he had had cancer and it was very stressed. He was very stressed and it turned out it was all negative energy. And then... Uh, and his special he, box helped. Uh, yeah, he he believed that pulsed electromagnetism has a role to play in tackling cancer, and will always believe it. Mm. Um, and then, in response, the firm responsible for the device said that that was complete bollocks, so they did not support it in any way, shape, or form. They had not paid him, and they were not related to him in any way. Mm. That's unusual. Normally, it's a, a a joint scam, if you will. Yeah, and no, they I were think- like, please stop promoting our product in and linking it to something that is actually a prime. For us yeah. to be linked to in this country. Now, yeah. given this criminal nature, as you have, I, now I think you're probably giving me a coded message there. But uh, despite that, I see no reason to disbelieve Edmonds because he wouldn't just make that up, would he? Now, if he has looked into it, and as I firmly believe he must have done before he would say anything, uh, you wouldn't just you wouldn't just make that up. It's such an outlandish statement that it must be grounded in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would assume so. Yeah. So uh, and so the manufacturer of the special box. What do they say it does do? Then, if they say it doesn't do what he said it does. Um, so they just uh, just said. EMP Pad Limited said it did not pay Edmonds to promote the product. The company's owner, Maria Robertson, previously worked as an assistant to the TV presenter and acknowledged having known Edmonds for 25 years. Um, it doesn't say, I now feel, but I, I now feel it's going to be really difficult to identify the, like, the company rather than just loads of stories about Noel Edmonds. Mm. I also um, she probably does believe that it does all the things he said and then got informed by her lawyer what would happen if... Yeah, and I'll go EMP Pad Limited on Company's House. Yeah, I just had a look to see if Edmunds was a, a person, but he isn't. I guess... No, yeah. that would be a bit 
a bit on the ball, a bit on the nose. They lied about him being a director or something. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. would that surprise you in any way? Uh, no. no, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, That's why I thought it was worth it was dissolved, on, Anyway, it dissolved in 2019. Oh. Well, his publicity didn't work then. No. no. Troubling. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, if he's in New Zealand now, we definitely couldn't get Edmunds. No. So that's fine. Um, what about Blue Peter presenters? We could probably get John Leslie again. Is he still so, alive? Um, no evidence to the contrary. Um, that's good enough for me. So he he fell from grace for making a sex tape with Abby Titmus, didn't he? Did he? Good for him. Do you not know this? No. Well, I mean, it's essentially the reason that Abby Titmus is famous. Was I mean, because she and John Leslie and another young lady filmed themselves having a lovely evening together. I mean, fair play to him then, because, you know... She's hot and he's not. Yeah. What about uh, Richard Bacon? Bacon, I think, is probably... Uh, too high profile for us. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's off in America doing stuff now. Crikey. Yeah, because mm. he sort of reinvents himself as a proper radio host. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, and was, was pretty good, I think. So, yeah, we couldn't get Bacon. Um, now, Yvette Fielding presumably is still more focused on talking with dead people. Yeah, you'd assume so. And, uh, was it Karen Keating? was the other one at the same time, wasn't she? Who's that? Karen Keating. I don't remember that name. Yeah, she was She was on at the same time as Yvette Fielding and John Leslie. Okay. Who was Diane something? Diane, she's a double-barreled first name. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, Diane Louise Jordan. That's her. We could probably get her. Who's on Blue Peter? Then obviously Anthea Turner. We couldn't get Turner. No. Uh, Tim Vincent. Oh Ooh. yeah, we could get Tim Vincent. No problem. What's he doing? He must be on, I don't know, Love Island or something. Uh, he's presented several Miss World contests. Oh, of course he has. Absolute legend. Uh, then there's uh, Katie Hill. Oh, lovely Katie Hill. We couldn't get her, but that's mostly because of the um, the court order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Richard Bacon, we've already discussed. I'll, uh, Connie Hark, doubt we could get her. She's no, a successful yeah. writer and author. Uh, Matt Baker? Don't know. Oh, he, he, um, he did the one show, didn't he? He yeah. accidentally... Asked David Cameron an incredible question, but it turns out sadly it was uh, an, an accident because they had David Cameron on and he said, "How on earth do you sleep at night?" <laughs> um, but he he did genuinely mean, "You're such a busy man. How do you get to sleep at night?" Because yes. he has the maybe one, well, maybe it's not fair to say he doesn't have the intelligence to ask such a question. Um, and beyond that, it was sort of beyond the point. I was really actively watching Blue Peter. Um, as you get into like the, the Helen Skelton and Gethin Jones and other people yeah. who I know I don't recognize any of the names of any of them. Um, no, they're all so, any of them, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Um, I reckon we so, can get Buchanan, 
Oh, what's he doing these days? Uh, probably just being the greatest living artist, as he did, as he has done for the last forty years, I would imagine. Uh, Have I ever told you? I think in September. Well, I, 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 what I like doing is going onto Wikipedia and looking at like, the last entry for these people. Like, what's the most recent kind of significant ooh. thing that Wikipedia has? So, for Neil Buchanan, it's in September 2020, due to rumours spreading online, Buchanan released a statement denying suggestions that he was the English-based street artist. <laughs> Yeah. It's like no, because if it was if it, if he was Banksy, then you wouldn't be like these little paintings on walls plate in place. It would just be this massive thing you could only see from like thirty feet up. I also think that that is exactly the sort of statement Neil Buchanan would release if he was Banksy. Yes. So, I mean, now I just don't know what to believe. Well, I, I believe he is Banksy, not because I actually think it's true. I just think that's a fun thing to believe. Because I think who Banksy is, if you sort of look into it and have any inclination to find out, I think it's a relatively straightforward thing to find out. But also, whoever Banksy is, none of us have heard of him. He's an art person. And why would we know who it was? Well, exactly. I mean, it's not like he's going to be Andy Peters or anything interesting like that. No. So, yeah, Buchanan we could get. So um, when I was at school... I had, uh, I'm, I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before, but I give a fuck. Um, I had quite a heated argument with um, Michael Towers uh, about what color, what the primary colors were. And I said they were red, yellow, and blue, which is the current understanding of modern science. Mm. And he said it was definitely red, yellow, and green. We argued about this for quite a long time. And his uh, evidence that he gave to me that it was red, yellow, and green uh, was, and to be fair, I couldn't, I, I couldn't refute this because it's such a fantastic argument. He, his argument was that uh, he had seen Neil Buchanan on Art Attack say that the primary colours were red, yellow, and green. And Neil Buchanan is a quote top artist. That's a, a yeah, thing well, a, a ten-year-old boy said to me. You're right. I, I can't refute that either. If he if he heard Neil Buchanan say that, yeah, then and he is abs hundred percent right in his assessment that Neil Buchanan is a top artist. Top artist. Yes. Yeah. So well, Another I mean, thing that's that Michael Towers. Um, so that's one thing I think about. I would say on a monthly basis. Uh, another thing that I think about on a monthly basis. Now, a few years ago, I thought about this because it seemed very weird to me. And now I think about it because I think how on earth could he have been so right about something at such a young age? And I find it astonishing that I ever questioned that it, it and it is still weird but it's just, it's so completely perfect. Uh, we were planning a sleepover in a tent in his garden. And one of the activities we had planned was, well, firstly was when his dad came out for a cigarette, we were going to squirt it with a water pistol to put it out just because a top prank. Um, but the secondly, uh, we were talking about what snacks we would have. Um, and he had suggested, no, I, th I think I'd suggested like, sweets and crisps or something you know, that you would expect a 
circa nine, ten-year-old to say. Um, his contribution was a camembert. I need to stress he didn't actually bring this, but that's what he said we should definitely have because it was, and he described it as just being this this wonderful cheese, and it was so soft and delicious. And for years and years, I thought that's a fucking weird thing for a nine year old boy to want it, well, to have it to sleep. Yeah, over. no, it still is. But it still is. But also, he's right that that would be an incredible thing to have at a sleepover. Yeah. So still yeah. fucking weird. It's still fucking weird. Yeah. But those are, those are my two stories about uh, about Michael Towers, <laughs> Michael Church Towers specifically. I think. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we couldn't get. Well, no, we, I reckon we could get Neil Buchanan unless he's Banksy, and then we couldn't mm. get Neil Buchanan. No. I think. I think if he was Banksy, we would be the perfect venue to throw people off the fact that he was Banksy because of all the people that won't appear on this show. Yeah, Banksy is the most won't appear on this show. Mm. That's like, interesting. It would be an amazing double bluff. I mean, for all we know. Chris is Banksy. I mean, he sort of lives in the right area, doesn't he? I think so, I can say with complete confidence that Chris is not Banksy. Well, I think that's an insane thing to say. And yet, I stick to my conclusions. I think well, if I, any I think of us... Chris fundamentally lacks the focus necessary to complete an artwork. Yeah, okay. I know it's just stencils, isn't it? It's not even... That's the thing with Banksy. I don't understand why he was impressed with it. It's just fucking stencils. Cuts it out of a magazine and spray paints it. It's a piece of piss. And now, now he does it. I'm believing that you might be Banksy. Dad, the thing with me being Banksy is I couldn't be bothered to commute. Can you imagine me just bothering to go somewhere to spray a wall? Yeah, Banksy working from home is just a bit of a shit concept. Well, you yeah. Did you like commute from Leeds to Norwich or vice versa? Like I think, I've been, to, I think I've been to Norwich. Once that would be an entire- insane commute. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. My brain isn't working tonight. Where do um, I live now, Dan? Honestly, I don't know. Okay. Like, Kettering. That essentially feels like- Norwich. My name is Kett. <laughs> I think that's where you're getting confused. It was an attempt at a joke. Oh, fine. Okay. Um, that's the thing with you, Dan. We can never tell. <laughs> So, yeah. I've been to Ipswich recently, and thus Ipswich is lodged, lodged in my brain, and I don't know any other I don't know anywhere else in the country apart from Ipswich. I mean, if you said that you thought I lived in Ipswich, I think I'd be really upset by that. Well, but I don't. I know that you don't, but okay. I can't not think it. You know where I live? live fairly near to Ipswich. Adam lives in Birmingham. I know this because they have funny accents. They do, yes. Yeah, that's, that's unarguable. Yeah. Well, you you have a think about it and come back to me if you uh, if you figure anything out. But you where people live, I do need to make. I just need to check. I think I think I have your address, your full address. Just double check because oh, yeah. I don't want to get to like London and then realise I don't know where you are. Why don't you um, read it out on the podcast? Uh, okay, I could do that. You'd be right with that, then. In the infamous infamous words of someone that got stabbed, what are people going to do? Stab me. Mm-hmm, yeah. If uh, somebody came, if one of our listeners came to your house and stabbed you, 
I think even as you lay there dying, you'd have to think, fair play. I mean, also, I have, like, an actual sword in the house, so the stabbing me is not a trivial matter. Is it not very, very blunt? It's not that blunt. Oh, okay. Is that just what you told me so that I would lose interest and not get it out and start swinging it around? Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. My constant concern is that you're going to get it out and start swinging it around. <laughs> That's, that's not happened at least the last two times you've been. Although, actually, I don't know what horrors you inflicted on Chris last time you were over. I can guarantee I could not get anything out. Um, no, I was going to say, I don't think you were capable of operating your hands, let alone anything no. else. So I've, uh, I've, I've since... Um, the, the shame of my massive fucking whitey has not completely left me, but it's sort of getting towards it to the point that no I can tell people about it. And I recited more or less blow for blow um, exactly what happened to my work colleagues on my leaving do. And it's a very funny story. <laughs> I think I didn't, I didn't do it justice on uh, on this podcast because I was still feeling quite a huge amount of shame. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it turns out it was absolutely fucking hilarious. Yes. Congratulations. Also very harrowing and terrifying. So, you know, swings yes. and roundabouts. God, can yes. you imagine if you put me on a swing or a roundabout? <laughs> well, I mean, that sort of leads us on to this weekend. So I've got some mm. edibles. and Are they at least less strong than the ones that Chris I made? haven't got any edibles, Daniel. I will. Okay, I would n- never do that again in my life. <laughs> I'm not worried. You're I just think, talking about uh, change during as well. I think, yes. you know, I've given it a go, and it turns out, not for me. Yeah, that's fair. Certainly not until I'm at least not on the same medication. Maybe maybe one day in the future when I'm better. Uh, but I will you know, laugh if you end up going to your GP and being like, hi, I'd like to shift around my medication so I can ha- smoke the reefer and see what I they say. Uh, no, I wouldn't smoke it. I would only do edibles. Well, I, know, but like, I couldn't think of that. I think possibly if I hadn't had an absolutely fucking huge amount, then it yeah, might have gone better for me as well. Lot. Yeah, I think... Uh, Maybe a slightly more controlled dose would have been a, a good plan, but yeah. So no, no edibles for me on uh, on Friday, but good. maybe a couple of cheeky pints. A couple of cheeky pints can be arranged. Nothing too silly, and then up for half ten. Train to Hatfield, bish bash bosh, pints of strongbow dark fruit in the sunshine, and listen to the offspring. What a yes. great day! Yeah, lovely. And, and then, then uh, I've got to get up at some godforsaken hour on Sunday to get back. That sounds awful. My condolences. No, I don't, it's not. It's not horrendous. I think there's, there's trains at like I think ten or ten thirty train that I can get. Oh, fine. Um, so nothing, nothing ridiculous. Um, but if I, I, I think there are trains most of the day. But I don't want to leave it too late because. I'll have to be driving back. It's Sunday should be quiet anyway. It's getting down. That's my concern is that I'm going to end up sitting on the M25 for six hours. Yeah. I think you will probably find that the traffic on the M25 is a lot worse on a Sunday afternoon than on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Well, it's 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 though, isn't it? I don't think that'll stop it. I think it's just always shit on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. Oh, shit. It is Ben Coldy. Nice. Yeah. So we could stay for an extra couple of days, and then I wouldn't have to um, do anything with my family. Mm. Mm. No, sadly, I have to go back. Um, but I'm hoping that this. I mean, worst case scenario, I'll just stay at my mum's until the evening, and then drive yeah. back in the evening. 
it's, if it's truly yeah, yeah. terrible, I can I can do that and strike like leave at like eight o'clock and drive back when it's quiet. Um, probably I'm probably if I leave if I leave at like midday on Friday, I'm hoping I can dodge most of the traffic. I think um, there are some like back routes that will get you up to whichever bit of motorway you need to get to. Maybe, maybe not. Well, it's not the, the problem. Is not like this end is fine. I can get onto I can get onto the M40 with the exception of possibly Oxford. The M40 will be clear. The issue is when it gets the M25, basically. Um, and if if I have to go like via Bracknell or something to dodge it, um, but like worst case, even if I get to my mum's really early because the traffic's good, I can just stay there for a bit and then I don't descend on you at like three o'clock in the afternoon and i mean honestly three o'clock in the afternoon is fine um like i won't have any meetings then and i can just do whatever work i would have done which at that point will be nothing because it's a friday afternoon yeah yeah for a day that's perfectly reasonable um yeah Yeah. i think we might have inadvertently become incredibly fucking boring yeah it happens regularly yeah but that's why you don't publish this bit you you cut it before we get to the point where we make logistical plans for the weekend mm. you know i'm not going to though don't you no i know you're not but the point is that that's <laughs> if, if we were like one tier of podcast higher yeah but we, you're the we, producer we, we, here if you didn't deem this worthy of going in then you'd have pressed stop that's the way that's I look true. At it. no no that's absolutely fair um but you never know what you know, gems Dan's going to come out with. You don't want to accidentally terminate the recording early and miss out on something truly special. I think now you're just being unkind. I I will say also, we demonstrate our respect for the listeners by not just randomly interspersing our long segments of Yakety Sacks, which we could, and we have. We could start doing that in lieu of advert breaks, couldn't we? And then... um, Now a word from our sponsor, just... Yeah, and then... And then our listeners would petition Acast to put advertising onto our platform just so that the Yakety Sacks would stop. You know, one thing I've always wanted to do, like, just to really annoy people with podcasts, right? You know how they, like, typically most podcasts will do their adverts like 30 seconds or 60 seconds? Basically, so you can easily skip the adverts and get to, like, the actual content. Because most, you know, most podcastings will skip in like 30 second chunks or possibly 10 second chunks. You just do it through. And it's what, you, what you want to do is you want to structure your adverts so that they're like, you know, 46 seconds long or whatever. So it's basically not only is it impossible to like skip ahead of them in like a reasonable chunk, but then even if you try and like skip back a little bit to catch up, you're always either ending up missing a bit of the podcast or catching a bit of the advert. Like so, from and- a podcast production point of view, it's a really stupid idea because it will just annoy your listeners but from an annoying your listeners' point of view, it's a lot of fun. So who who do you propose should be doing this, the advertiser or the, the podcaster? I mean, I would be doing it if I was producing the podcast, just because yeah. I think it would be funny. I don't think it would in any way benefit either the advertisers or the podcasters. I think it would just annoy the listeners. Well, I mean, that is our primary motivation, isn't it? Exactly, mm. yeah. That's why we've been doing this for nearly nine years. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the 10th anniversary edition. I'm not. God, can you think of anything more sad and depressing? The 20th anniversary edition. I I, I got mocked at work recently for um, revealing my plans to get the podcast logo tattooed on me. Um, Did you say you wanted to get it on your balls? No, I said on my phone. That would be worth mocking. 
God, there is nothing more white man than wanting to get like a podcast tattoo. Hang on a minute. Was it a white man that said that to you? No, it was a woman. A white woman? No. A black well, that, woman. Oh, okay. Then fair enough. Yeah. She is completely within her rights to say that, and it is completely true. I'm not talking about my in- incipient or ongoing midlife crisis. Yeah. But also, now I think I want you to do it just to spite her. Oh, I'm going to. Like, I, I, I just need to... The, the, the only impediment to this is that I need to direct message another human being who doesn't know me, and I fucking hate any form of communication with strangers. Um, Let's do it Friday night. That bizarre mental hurdle. Um, I, I will make it happen. So let you frame your phone and it will happen. Let's, no, not give me your arm and it will happen. I'm not letting you tattoo me. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. I was going to just sort of frog march you into a tattoo parlour, but I could do it with a biro with a needle and like a prison roll. That'll do it proper, like. Um, now I you, think what you, we... could just, you could graduate through like awful tattoo to like really impressive cover up. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, I'm just going to go for. I mean, they're going to be awful tattoos because it's the two star podcast logo and some other sports team logos. But um, if you let me design it then I'm giving you the gift of going on Tattoo Police or whatever that program's called. No. Because I'll design something so horrifically offensive that you My will be... Admittedly yeah, to some toughest bizarre... challenge yet. But... Okay. I mean, um, like, I think, I think you, as long as you don't, like, secretly get down a, like, white supremacist tattoo... <laughs> I mean, I do worry occasionally that our logo suddenly gets co-opted by white supremacists. That would be I mean, terrifying. I didn't do any due diligence to confirm that it isn't. Um, yeah. I mean, pretty much everything these days is like a is like white supremacist code. Yeah, true. I mean, you do know that each uh, star has got an eight in it, don't you? <laughs> and. Also, alongside the little stars, there's little lightning bolts. You're, you're aware of that as well, yeah? Mm. Yes, obviously. That's fine, then. <laughs> you don't want, to, you don't want to, like, a pale imitation of the, the real thing. You want to make sure you get it accurate. So I think 10th anniversary episode is all four of us getting ink done. Nice. Yes, love it. That's... Uh, that, that feels like a, an excellent thing to do, and we can spend a Patreon money on it. I mean, ideally, we'd have quite a lot more, I think. <laughs> so we're going to have to backfill that somewhat. Yeah, um, that's fine. If you want, and all, right, if you, anybody, I'll say it now, anyone who pledges £3 a month gets to choose what tattoo Dan has on the 10th anniversary special. Legal is vetoing this. Legal is uh, disqualified from. Legal is going to be too busy dealing with the fallout from the Philip Schofield comments to worry about tattoos. Oh yeah, I've I've got him wrapped up right nah, around him. Honestly, if you guys go down for the Philip Schofield comments, fuck it, it's your problem. Legal is disavowing knowledge. That's absolutely fair. Yeah. I'd, uh, press the button that stops the thing from recording the noises. Do it yeah. like.